Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Jamie Rivers, Andrew Marsh, Brad Thompson, the fast lane on 101 ESPN, we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. We bring in our good buddy from the Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford. JR, what's happening, my man? How's All-Star Break treating you? Oh, very good. This is a familiar voice. Good to hear you, buddy. Thank you. It's, it was good to good to see you. Now, you big league me at the uh, the event over the Uh-oh. weekend. Uh, I saw you. I waved, and you were in a conversation <laughs> as we were at uh, uh, the championship bash over at Helen Fitzgerald. But it was good to see you at the very least. I did see you out of the corner. My, no, <laughs> I, just, I was just uh, avoiding you. How are you doing? I that was a blast. That was a good time. Thanks for uh, 101 uh, for having us over there. And Helen Fitzgerald's a good time. And got to see a good game there, a couple of good games. Yes, it was great. And something that you haven't had an opportunity to see while watching Blues hockey, right? Oh. Like, like good, <laughs> hey, good come game. on, man. Come on, Brad. Come on. Right, I said, Jamie, let him go there. I on. said it so you guys don't have to, Play okay? Nice, I will do this. But, JR, I don't know if you heard us leading in to uh, bringing you on, but like I know this about you. You're incredibly positive. You always see the bright side of everything. So we're sitting here in the All-Star break. This team's lost five games in a row. They they are in desperate need of a reset. What can we look forward to post-All-Star break? Like, well, what are some some little silver linings, if you have one, of the second half here? Yeah, first of all, you know, I think there probably are some, and you probably got to look a little deep to find them. But I think the first thing is that these guys are going to get a chance to get away, and that's probably the biggest thing. Like, you know, Braden Shen is into the team as much as anybody, and to see you know him do the pregame interview the other night with uh, Darren Pang, I believe, and say that uh, he was going to head to the beach. You know, you could just see these guys. I, I feel like they they need it. You know, there might be some people who disagree and say they haven't been working hard. They don't need the beach. I get it, but you know, the monotony of every day and what they've been going through. I think they needed some time away. And then, big picture, you're a Blues fan we're that much closer to whatever's going to happen. Like we've been talking about it for weeks and months and what's going to happen with this team. Well, guess what? That trade deadline is going to be a lot closer when we get back from this uh, break. So I think that uh, the outcome, everything we've been speculating about, we'll finally get some answers. JR, uh, look at the trade deadline. We know is March 3rd. Uh, what, why would army wait to the deadline, you know, because like you got a, a situation here, they've lost five in a row. They've fallen out quite far back in the playoff race and they'll be even further back when they get back off of this break because some teams are continuing to play the blues have the bye week as well as the all-star break but you know army is is sitting here right now where i think we all realize that change is coming Uh, why would what would make army want to wait to the deadline so i don't think it's a situation where he wants to wait like i wrote a couple days ago at the athletic that uh, why doug armstrong may not be making any deals during the break. You know, it's just a situation where technically teams don't usually make those types of moves until you get the day or two or three out before the uh, trading deadline on March 3rd. I think that Horvat trade was a little bit different going from Vancouver to the New York Islanders. You know, those two teams seem to be locked in, and and the way things are going in Vancouver this year, you know, they wanted to make that move with uh, Horvat. Uh, but you look at the Blues situation, and by the way, Doug Armstrong is going to be in Europe for a couple weeks scouting. So 
you know, that makes the things a little bit more difficult trying to keep in touch with everybody. Uh, but, you know, why would he wait uh, throughout this break and, and not pull the trigger sooner? I think it's just a matter of teams being ready. And, and you know, other teams are going to have their eyes on other players around the league, and they need to wait to find out, are those guys going to be available? Is that a better deal than if I called the Blues about O'Reilly and Tarasenko? So, to me, there's just so many things that have to come together. That's why it doesn't seem like it happens until the 24, 48 hours before that deadline. JR, I'm sure by now most of our listeners read your piece about Ryan O'Reilly sitting down with him, the fact that he wants to be able to stay here and uh, are planning on, if not already having, some of those conversations perhaps. So do you see, and I get it, I understand what he wants, and I understand that from an athlete standpoint, from a family standpoint, you feel good about it. How good do you feel about the chances of Ryan O'Reilly actually being in St. Louis after the deadline? Probably not great. Probably not great. I think it's a situation where at this point, Doug Armstrong's just got to be looking at moving a lot of these guys and hitting this reset, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I think that with Ryan O'Reilly probably being a big chip, I would think probably a bigger chip than even uh, uh, Tarasenko just because he's a center. And I think that uh, teams are going to be interested in bringing in Ryan O'Reilly that I think that uh, they're going to have to move them. Look, I don't know that they're going to get uh, a first-round pick, a top-tier prospect, things like that, but I think the assets are going to be good enough that at the end of the day, Doug Armstrong's probably going to want to lean towards moving them. But, you know, I'm not trying to ride the fence here. There's always that chance that he looks at the situation and looks at, you know, the leadership and what he thinks that O'Reilly brings to this team, and maybe they sign him for a couple years. So I, I still think that's probably small percentage chance but at the end of the day you know obviously ryan o'reilly wants to stay here that's what he said in the article uh but doug armstrong is going to have control over that because ryan o'reilly doesn't have a no trade clause jr with vladimir tarasenko's situation with the no trade clause uh we know ultimately you know he has the last say um as you're looking around and as you're looking at different teams around the league that either have cap space or would be willing to acquire Vladimir Tarasenko. Any preliminary thoughts on where he might end up? Because I know the Islanders were in the conversation, but then they just jumped in on the Bo Horvat deal, and I can't imagine they'd be dealing for Vladimir Tarasenko for cap space reasons and the fact that they already got their guy. So I'm wondering who else could be a potential dance partner for the Blues that he would say yes to. Yeah, it's interesting too, Jamie, because we were talking about the Islanders the past year or so with Tarasenko and the one player we thought that might be coming back in such a deal was Anthony Bolivier, and, and he's the guy who went to Vancouver in that Bo Horvat deal. So it does look like the Islanders would not be a team anymore that, that we're staring at. Uh, but I think a couple teams, we've mentioned Carolina, but you look at uh, the GM there, Don Waddle, he said that uh, he said that they – typically don't get into the rental market. They want some guys with term. That's not the situation with Tarasenko, uh, but they've just lost Max Patch ready to the injury, so maybe they change their tune and bring Tarasenko in. Another team, I know this team's been mentioned a few times, but I'll continue to mention them, uh, the New York Rangers. He's got his good friend Panarin there, and I think there's been some uh, link between perhaps the Blues and the New York Rangers. By the way, around the league, you know, just some scuttlebutt, what are the Blues asking for Vladimir Tarasenko? You know, I've heard a, a variety of different things, but you know, somewhere in the range of maybe a first and a third, and a lot of people don't know if Blues will get a first-round pick for Vladimir Tarasenko, but that should certainly be the asking price from Doug Armstrong as he heads into the last couple weeks. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic, our Blues insider right here at 101 ESPN, and, and Jr. 
uh, unless things drastically change in the next month, which, I mean, who knows, right? Sports are crazy. Things can happen. But you're looking at all these deals that, that are potentially happening. You're looking to set yourself up for the future as, as an organization. If I'm a young player, I'm looking at this and say, all right, well, this is like my chance. This is my chance to show out for the rest of the year, and this is my chance to be a part of things next year. So when you're thinking at it, about it from that frame of mind, who are some young guys that you would like to see take advantage of this opportunity who might be under the microscope here? Yeah, so there's some young guys that maybe aren't here yet, whether it be a Zach Bolduc or a Jimmy Snuggerud, who maybe they'll be here in a couple of years and be able to get some ice time based on maybe a transition that the Blues are going through. But right here, immediately, we've talked about these guys, the Jake Neighbors, you would think is going to get some opportunity. He slipped up into the top six a week or so ago and got a chance there. Nikita Alexandrov, this is a guy who, look, he almost made the team out of training camp, and we didn't see that coming, and I think he's going to get a chance. Tyler Tucker's been sent down. Uh, but I think uh, he's a player. Jamie likes him. I like him. Uh, I think he's going to be a guy who gets some playing time. And perhaps, you know, do they trade the backup goalie, Thomas Grice, if there's some interest around the league and, and bring up Holfer and give him a shot? I don't know that that'll happen, but it looks like with Holfer signing the one-way deal for the next two years, he'll be the backup next year. So maybe they kind of speed that up. Maybe they don't. Maybe they want him down in Springfield. Uh, but those are three or four of the names that I think could get some more opportunity because of the blue situation. JR, the Blues could find themselves in a little bit of a log jam here with guys coming off the IR, specifically on the back end. Uh, any update on you know Marco Scandella and Scott Perunovic? And are those guys, are those two players that could be coming off the IR post All Star break? And if so, I mean that that does create quite a traffic jam. Yeah, they could be, and they've been skating for quite a while. I've been talking to Scott Perunovic a bit uh, for a story I'm going to write about him and he and Scandella have been skating for a while, but I think all along they saw that uh, you had the break and even the timetable with their injury Riv, uh, it was going to be after this break. I don't know that they'll be ready right after the break, February 11th against Arizona. Uh, but I think that uh, within the next week or two, you could probably see them get cleared. I know Scott Prinovich is cleared for partial contact. He's got to get uh, more clearance to be able to come out and, and get bumped uh, in practice. Uh, but he and Scandella, yeah, right around the corner, and then depending on what the health looks like then, there could be some uh, roster gymnastics in terms of the uh, salary cap. He's Jeremy Rutherford, does great work at The Athletic. If you don't have The Athletic by now, Jamie, shame on you. Shame. Shame on you because yep. you get great contact from our guy, JR. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, we'll talk to you again next week. Enjoy your All-Star break. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.